Dr. Seuss Stops a Gas Pipeline. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. The Paris Agreement on Climate Change was kept alive at the UN conference called COP24, which concluded Saturday in Poland. Delegates from 200 countries produced a 156-page rulebook about how nations will report their progress to limit carbon emissions. There was concern that the U.S. would weaken the agreement. However, the New York Times reports U.S. negotiators worked constructively behind the scenes with other countries, including China, on transparency rules. Highly visible were the many young people in attendance. 15-year-old Greta Thunberg from Sweden admonished delegates, saying the planet was being exploited by the wealthy few. Our biosphere is being sacrificed so that rich people in countries like mine can live in luxury. It is the sufferings of the many which pay for the luxuries of the few. Investors agree that urgent action is needed. According to The Guardian, some of the world's biggest pension funds, insurers, and asset managers issued a stark warning that without cuts in carbon emissions and the phase out of coal, the world faces a financial crash several times worse than that in 2008. The Congress passed a massive farm bill last week with many environmental provisions, including increased funding for a program that prioritizes projects to protect drinking water and reduce harmful toxic algae blooms. As Mother Jones reports, the bill also incentivizes farmers to use environmentally friendly soil management practices like reduced tillage, planting cover crops, and crop rotations in a way that sequester carbon. Farmers will be able to get insurance when planting cover crops which had in the past been problematic. Another part of the bill allows farmers to grow hemp, taking it off the controlled substances list where it had been alongside drugs like heroin. Early drafts of the bill included a rider that would have stopped local governments from regulating or restricting the use of pesticides in places like parks, playgrounds, and schools. But that provision was removed from the final legislation. The organization Food and Water Watch applauded the bill, which makes important progress in organic food programs, including funding for research. The bill is expected to be signed into law this coming week. A growing consumer backlash against disposable plastics is driving a change in how water is bottled. Department stores, zoos, and public facilities in the U.S. and Europe have stopped selling plastic water bottles, and a proposed bill in New York would ban the sale of them at parks, golf courses, and beaches. Beverage companies are responding by attempting to develop a bottle made completely from recycled plastic, which has been a problem in the past due to discoloration and structural issues. Danone, the company that produces Evian, is betting on a new technology that can hopefully turn old plastics into new containers. While Evian currently makes only 30% of its bottles from recycled plastic, it has pledged to make all of them from the materials by 2025. One industry watcher told the Wall Street Journal that the importance of the matter has sunk in because of the broadened awareness of the environment, especially with millennials. 
There's been an invasion of the U.S. by a new species of tick from Asia, and it has officials at the Centers for Disease Control worried about the spread of viruses and other pathogens. The Asian longhorn tick is the first new variety of the arachnid to be found in the country in 80 years. As reported in Entomology Today, it's quickly moving across the eastern U.S. from Connecticut to Arkansas. The critter thrives in areas of moderate temperature, humidity, and precipitation, which could include include a large swath of the eastern U.S. as well as the coastal Pacific Northwest. The newly detected species is very adaptable and can transmit disease, although to date it's not affected humans. The ticks can attack a cow or other livestock by the thousands and weaken them by depleting their blood supply. The female ticks reproduce without being fertilized, in effect, producing clones. Infections to humans from ticks in general are a big problem. The CDC reported in May that nearly 60,000 tick-borne infections were reported last year. But due to underreporting, they estimate the total number of actual cases may be as high as 300,000. And finally, it's not often that you hear Dr. Seuss being quoted in federal court, but that's what happened last week when judges reprimanded the U.S. Forest Service for permitting a natural gas pipeline across two national forests and the Appalachian Trail. Repeating the words of the small, fluffy Lorax, who tried to save his beloved Trafula trees from a greedy industrialist, a three-judge appellate panel slammed the agency, saying, We trust the United States Forest Service to speak for the trees for the trees have no tongues. The Washington Post reports that the judges concluded that the Forest Service had raised proper environmental questions early in its permit process, but those issues were suddenly and mysteriously assuaged in time to meet a private company's deadlines. The court said that the agency's decisions violated both the National Forest Management Act and the National Environmental Policy Act and found the Forest Service lacked the authority to grant the pipeline a right-of-way across the Appalachian Trail. The underground natural gas pipeline is being built by Virginia-based Dominion Energy and would stretch over 600 miles across West Virginia, Virginia, and North Carolina. A spokesperson for Dominion and its partners said they will immediately appeal the decision, saying it will severely harm consumers and do great damage to our economy and energy security. Lawyers for the Southern Environmental Law Center who brought the case hailed it as a major victory. And if the Lorax could rise up from the pages, he might applaud it as well. Even though he wasn't able to save his fictional truffala trees, he helped the judges save a real forest instead. This Week in Water is sponsored by the American Waterworks Association. Explore new trends in technology at ACE19, June 9th through 12th in Denver. Learn more at awwaace.org. 